Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. Time for us, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton here, Jeff Smith there, and Trevor producer Mark Hunter on the other side of the glass. Power has nothing to do with it. swing speed, does it? Oh, well, it's got more to do with other things and swing speed. But if you can't you know. go any faster, you can still get more power, and we are going to tell you how you got to that do right. that. Yes, indeed. We're also going to talk about hope, helping our patriots everywhere. Uh, it's a thing Marriott's are doing all over the country this weekend. And, well, whatever else tends to pop up in our rounds of conversation. You want to prepare for your next rounds of golf? You listen to our rounds of conversation. We are those weekend golf guys. Lots of stuff you're not going to want to miss is coming up when we come right back. And we are here, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton in studio. Jeff Smith, the uh, the roving golf cave from Otter Creek in Columbus, somewhere on the interstate in the middle of nowhere, Indiana, which is redundant. That's right. I apologize for that. And, uh, of course, Intrepid produced some work behind the glass. Coming up a little bit later, I'm going to talk with Colin Gooch, who's the director of golf at the Marriott Griffin Gate uh, down the road from us here in Lexington, Kentucky. But the Marriott has got this initiative nationwide uh, for the Labor Day weekend, which we are in the middle of right now, for uh, hope. That's uh, helping our patriots everywhere. It's, uh, it's right. a veterans organization, uh-huh. uh, PGA of America, get yep, behind. Yep. So we'll be talking about that yes, coming up. I got to tell you about something, man. Uh, on our uh, show, local show last week, um, we we were talking about what we we've been discussing this the past couple of weeks, and basically it's balance. And how important it is and, and how most of us probably don't stand with our feet wide enough apart and also stand too far away from the ball. Yeah. And I started uh, yeah. standing a little bit wider and a little bit closer. And and holy moly, man, it makes a difference. Huh. I was, Go I, figure. Yeah. And it's almost like you know what you're talking about, man. You know? Yeah, nah. nah I well, almost. I said almost. <laughs> um, okay. But... I was. I, didn't I was get uh, real lucky because my my Powerball ticket didn't come through. So <laughs> <I didn't have laughs> <lucky>. <laughs> <laughs> but there we are, four of us, and uh, I'm I'm out driving all four. And there's one guy in my regular foursome that normally out drives me by about ten fifteen yards. He was not a happy camper on Sunday. <laughs> so you had a foursome and you're out driving all four. Yes. You outdrove yourself? You outdrove Dude, how himself. do you do it? How's he do it? I don't know how you do that. That's a miracle worker right there. Outdrove where I normally land. <laughs> you mean your former he self? Good, yeah. You know that you he know said that he wasn't that good in math. You know that one <laughs> phrase of sign language Mark knows? <laughs> Did you salute me? <laughs> 
Yeah, buddy. Okay, I was out driving all the other guys in my group. Ah. Uh, not not by, you know, heads and shoulders. I mean, there was a couple of super Walmarts between me and the and the next closest guy to the green a few times, but... Did you do the flex pose? Did you did you do the, the Stretch Armstrong flex pose, Adam? I didn't do the flex... Did you do a little bit of that? I didn't do the flex pose, man, but I did, uh, I did study up on, on your video on how to do the club twist after a good shot. Oh, there yeah, we go. Yeah. Yeah, a little twirl. Talk about obnoxious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's nothing more obnoxious than a guy with a mustache doing the <laughs> club twirl. <laughs> strutting off the tee box. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got to get the strut down. The strut yeah. just wasn't, wasn't feeling the strut. I got to yeah. work on that. But one thing I found, and I read this somewhere, forgive me for going, you know, off script and actually reading someone else's material. I think it was something that uh, a video I saw somewhere with Justin Thomas, who's been known to drive the ball mm -hmm. a little bit, you know? Yeah, he and, tends to do that. And they were talking about basically anchoring your right foot. Yeah. And I found in the setup with wider feet, closer to the ball if just prior to the backswing i put the weight kind of on the inside edge of my right foot yep i had substantial more stability yep so how come you never told me this before how come i got to ask I you have, questions I didn't say it that way oh how did you say it <laughs> cuz i must have misunderstood it <laughs> plant your feet set a little bit more weight to the right side and then it makes it easier to rotate in because it stabilizes your right leg yes you get a better turn you get more power you get more push off and you get longer drives yeah 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 so we were supposed you know to have those a times when you when you and i play golf you know those times when you and i play golf yeah. and i hit and i hit a tee shot and you turn and gawk at at where it went and you know my ball hasn't even reached its peak, and I'm just picking up picking up my tee off the ground and walking toward the cart, and thing hadn't even come down yet, and I'm sitting down in the cart. Yeah, and you and you're think going, a, how'd you know? And you think a club twirl is obnoxious? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you know? By the time I'm by the time I'm sipping my uh, my coke, um, the ball hits the ground in the fairway, and you're and you're sitting there going, how'd that happen? Yeah. Because I parked, I set myself ready to go for that. It, it's, uh, it's a big help. Yeah. Basically, you think about it this way. Your right leg stabilizes you so that you can rotate and push up and off out of it. So it's kind of like you're corkscrewing up and out and off that foot. Mm -hmm. But if you don't park any, any weight there, don't put any pressure into the ground at that point, you can't undo it. Yeah. It, you know, you can't unload what you don't load. So uh, that's what I told you about, about okay. setting the weight just a hair more on the right foot, and then as soon as you turn, you'll kind of feel it more in your right heel. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So that's what you meant, huh? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. there and, again. You know, he... Interestingly enough, Yeah. maybe we need to cover a few more topics about power so that way I can tell you. Because, you know, I gave a clinic just this past weekend. And uh, to a bunch of guys that that were amazed at how much longer they were, every single shot was about as long as they'd ever hit one. And they're asking me how I'm doing it, how I'm getting them to do it. I'm 
Okay. Something about that, too. A little quick fix so, action, yep. So when we come back, we will be, as they say in radio, in the power hour. Okay. <laughs> a little bit of production would have helped there, buddy. Uh, <laughs> like a like a big uh, boom or something. Yeah. You want to hit your ball farther, <laughs> further, longer, straighter? Hang out with us, because Jeff's going to tell you all the things you need to know to do just that when we come right back. We are all this week in golf, guys. Don't you move. We checked out our Facebook page yet. It's facebook.com slash golf. Guys, go there and like us. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and community safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. A lot of us are looking for a miracle. You know, we go out and we buy a $500 golf club thinking it's going to give us straighter, longer drives. We buy a $150 golf club thinking it's going to get us out of the sand traps more easily and more often. We buy $200 golf clubs just because we want to get closer to that pin. Well, you know, you don't need a $500 golf club, a $200 golf club, a $150 golf club. All you need is a $5 golf club because the problem may not be the club. It may be your grip. It may be your stance. It may be your ball position. It may be your swing plane. It could be anything that an expensive golf club is not going to fix, but a $5 golf club can fix because Jeff Smith is a genius, and he will be able to guide you where you need to go. Check it out, $5golfclub.com. That's all it costs, 5 bucks a month. And we are here, those weekend golf guys, John Ashton, Jeff Smith, and Trevor producer Mark Hunter, and the Hour of Power, otherwise known as the Power Hour. Okay, maybe it'll be the Power 20 Minutes. In the last segment, Jeff mentioned <laughs> the little trick that I thought I stumbled upon on my own, but alas, it was something I didn't remember I had heard from him, of uh, just putting some extra weight on your uh, right foot just prior to your backswing, and man, the ball goes farther. So now he's going to impart a whole bunch of other little power secrets that he normally keeps to his own yeah. self. So, no, I just keep it to my students who pay me. Yeah, I'm, I'm letting, uh, letting the cat out of the bag on a couple of these things real quick. Okay. So I'm giving this clinic last week. You advertise a, a distance, you know, a power clinic, so to speak. Right. And, you know, max out your power. You know, they all show up. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> They're coming, right? We start talking about how you're going to deliver the club to the ball you know, and I started asking my usual questions that, you know, my first question obviously is who wants more power. And of course, all the hands go up. Sure. And then I asked, well, give me the number one thing that you can do today, like in the next hour that you can do to get yourself more distance on every shot you hit. And I ask everybody to raise their hand and then I write it on the board. You know, I got a big whiteboard and, and the first guy says, Increase my club head speed. Mm -hmm. And the next guy's hand goes down, and the other hands go down, and the other hands go down because somebody took their answer. Yeah. Give me something other, give me something other than increase my club head speed to guarantee me more distance today in the next half hour. What is it? 
hit the ball in the center of the club face. There you go. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I got 13 guys in this class. Nobody came up with anything other than, talk about the worst part of groupthink. Guy gave the answer, and everybody went, oh, well, that's the one. Yep, there you go. Because they, they all think that they can increase their club head speed by enough that makes a huge difference. And the truth is, is that I can do that with some on an individual basis. But in a group setting, what's the one thing that I can get every one of them to do to maximize their carry distance right away? And you said it. Hit, Hit it. it in the center of the club face. Center of the club face every time. So, so all these guys, I stood up there and said, okay, everybody, just start hitting. But what I did is what I, I went out and I got myself a can of a little Dr. Scholl's um, foot spray. Mm-hmm. And I sprayed the face of everybody's club. And I said, okay, everybody, go out and hit five shots. And they all hit five shots. And I'll be danged if it didn't come true, just like you knew it would, as everybody sat back down, and they all looked at the face of their club. And not one of those 13 guys who hit five balls apiece, you can do the math on that, John, I know you're quick. Uh-huh. Um, how, many, how many golf balls do you think actually struck the center of the face? Mark, I can give you the, ch- the, the chance at it right now. You'll give me the number of how many struck the middle of the face out of 13 guys hitting five shots apiece. How many of those balls were struck in the middle of any of those club faces? Zero. Correct. Zero. What's he win? And I pointed that out. <laughs> he wins the chance to hit it in the middle of the club <laughs> face. That's what he wins. <laughs> I pointed that out. And then I took my club. I sprayed the center of my, uh, the club face of my driver, and I said, okay, here I am. I hit two shots. One of them I hit off center of the club by one inch off dead center. And the other one, I hit dead center. Now, the first one, John, I was swinging the club at 101 miles per hour on a one-degree up angle. The second one, I also swung it at 101 miles per hour at a one-degree up angle. So guess what I did? The same thing, right? I delivered the club in the same way to a golf ball, but I struck it in two different parts of the face. Right. Ball number one, one inch off center toward the toe. I got a hook, and it was low, and it only flew 224 yards. It rolled out 12 more yards. Okay. 224. All right, so I write that on the board, 224. The second one, the one that I struck in the center of the face, flew 268. Ooh. And rolled out, and rolled out 21 yards. Ooh. Four yards offline, no hook. Now, just think for a second. My club head speed did not change. No. Both of them were swinging the same speed. So the biggest difference that I could make in all of these players and everybody who's listening to this is to get them to swing it and hit it in the middle of the club head. I happen to have five old school drivers. Not quite old school to the persimmon age okay. that I let people hit. But I got five old, little, tiny-headed drivers mm. that look like today's nine wood with, with nine <laughs> degrees of loft and a tall face, right? Yeah. It looks like a little baby's fist down there, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> For those of you in the listening audience that are playing these monstrous club heads that you think that's normal, well, what normal used to be was, was smaller than John's mustache. Yeah. So just know... Just know that these things are itty-bitty. Yeah. The training I gave them right away was they had to start hitting that club because they had to be precise. 
And oddly enough, all of them possess the ability, when I put it into their hands, to freak out and go, man, I can't hit that. <laughs> everybody, everybody said that. Say, I can't hit that. <laughs> and yet all of them managed to do it. Yeah. All of them. Now, the truth is, is that the, the driver head that I gave them was really no smaller than the length of one of their already, that they're ironed. So Dang. imagine just putting a, a tee, a ball on a tee, and then taking out your pitching wedge and hitting it with that. And they all can figure that out. They can hit it. So what I did is I got them mentally okay with hitting a smaller target. And then what I did was I took a couple of alignment sticks out per person and got them very narrow. I, I put them on the ground, and I put them just barely wide enough for the club head to pass through there. And then what I did is I tied a ribbon onto the hosel of their club, and I made them make about 50 swings apiece so that the head and the ribbon trail flowed right between those two alignment sticks laying on the ground pointing toward their target. And then I got their path to be precise and exact. And then I put a ball right in the middle of it. And every single guy to a man, all 13 of them, began to hit it in the center of the face and hit their longest drives that they've hit. Now, no longer than the ones that they've cured in the past, mm -hmm. but longer than their current by a lot. Yeah, it's they're not the Any, uh, exception anymore. Right. In, in 13 guys in an hour and a half's time that I'm working with 13 of them, an hour and a half has gone by all... 13 are carrying the ball at least 20 yards further than what they were when they got there, carrying it in the air. Okay. And then the, the rollout. Guess what? Everything was a lot straighter, too. They hit more fairways. Yeah. And all these guys in an hour and a half go, I, I never thought I could do that. I didn't change a swing. Feed wider. I didn't change anything except I didn't change any of that stuff. Feed wider, stand a little bit closer, probably. A uh, little more weight on your right foot, and then practice hitting the ball in the middle of the club face. In the center of the club face. Yeah, baby. That's all center you need. Face. And they say this game is yeah. hard. We've got the director of One golf at the Marriott Griffin Gate going to talk about a special thing Marriott's are doing for the, uh, the Hope organization. When we come right back, we are those weekend golf guys. Hang with us. I got an email just the other day. Guy said, John, how much does it cost to join $5 Golf Club? Yeah, that's what I said, too. $5, hence the name, $5 Golf Club. All right? It's not just $5 to get in, and then we hit you with more. No, $5 this month, next month, and every month that you feel you need to become a member and stay a member to get to where you want to be in your golf game. Whether you want to break 100, break 90, break 80, break 70, whatever your number is, Jeff Smith has the videos there now and new videos coming every week that will help you accomplish that goal. Okay? $5golfclub.com. Use the number 5golfclub.com. That's all it costs. $5 a month. Phenomenal golf instruction at a ridiculously low price. That's us, $5golfclub.com. Hey, thanks for hanging. We're back, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith, kind of the mobile golf cave. 
from Otter Creek in Columbus, uh, somewhere right. in the middle of Indiana right now, commuting. And, and with us on the line from Phoenix, where it's nice and toasty hot, but uh, we're going to be with him again locally tomorrow. Hope his plane gets in on time. Colin Gooch, the director of golf for the Marriott Griffin Gate Resort in Lexington, Kentucky. And Colin, thanks for the invite, man. We are really psyched about coming out to your place tomorrow yeah thanks for having me on i really appreciate the time and the opportunity and yeah we, we look forward to having a, a great weekend for a wonderful cause now you've got some some big stuff going on this weekend it is labor day weekend give us a, a little uh, idea of what uh, what's happening out there this weekend yeah we're having a, a large silent auction the silent auction is going to begin on friday the first and it'll end the day uh after the event of pj hope golf tournament is on Monday, Labor Day, so the sound auction will close uh, right after the event. we got hotel stays from all over the country. we got golf rounds from all over the country as well. A lot of local memorabilia and things of that nature, so we're hoping to, to raise a lot of money for charity. Is this uh, the, the whole tournament that you're doing on Monday, is this something that you're doing just at Griffin Gate Resort, or is Marriott doing it across the country? It's 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 a Marriott-wide uh, okay. a, you know, initiative by, by the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, other uh, properties do it in different ways, and we do it as well. Just sometimes we'll just do a hit the green contest on the day that we know we're going to be really busy. Where you know you donate ten dollars, if you hit the green, we give you a thirty percent discount in the golf shop, and even if you miss the green, we give you fifteen percent off. <laughs> uh, that's like, I mean, we, it's all about charity. If you're going to give us ten dollars and going to a good cause, like we're going to we're going to pay it back to you in some way, shape, or form. Sure. So a lot of them across the country do that program. And we still do that, but I wanted to try to give as much money as, as possible. So this is our inaugural event, and we're really excited about it. And, uh, you know, just one more thing that we can do to give back to these heroes. It's fantastic. You had any space left for last-minute folks who want to get in on it on Monday? Yeah, they can go to their we- our website, griffingategolf.com, and then they can search on the news and events page, and that all the information about the, the event is on the, right on the top of that, uh, that page. Cool. So, Colin, you don't sound like you're a local fella. Where, uh, where'd you come from to get to, to the, the booming metropolis of Lexington, Kentucky? Yeah, it's funny. You know, I grew up, to be honest, I grew up in Providence, Kentucky, which is about three hours really? okay. uh, west of, of Lexington. Yeah. So, but I haven't, I've actually, this is the first time living in the state since I left high school. You know, I went to college in North Carolina to study professional golf management at Methodist mm-hmm. University in North Carolina. And then after school, obviously, you go right to work. So I worked in Northern Virginia uh, at a club up there, and then I moved to Southern California in the desert, the Palm Springs, mm-hmm. uh, down to Jupiter, Florida, and then back up here. So some of the Southern draw is left, but there's, there's a, there is a little bit left in there. <laughs> so, so then uh, it's, it's kind of like coming back home to, uh, to get out to, to Griffin Gate. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. To have an opportunity when this position came aboard, you know, um, you know, back closer to my to my family, sure. um, you know, and obviously to work at a club back with with Marriott and um, and kind of bring it back to to where it used to be in, in the state. Uh, it, it was an opportunity I couldn't pass up. Yeah, definitely. It's a Reese Jones design, isn't it? Yeah, Reese Jones Championship Design. He designed it back in '81, and he also came back when we did our full bunker renovation project in 2015. What's the thought process when when golf course operators decide they want to do something? Has the course been too easy or too hard, or people complaining? Well, I mean, or yeah, yeah, I mean, it was more the conditions and the the aesthetics of the bunkers themselves. I mean, after 30 years, there's a lot of compaction and whatnot, yeah, contamination, yeah. and then when you get a, a thunderstorm. Two or three inches pile down. There's, uh, you know, with, with a bunker that 
that really doesn't have the best drainage that will wash out completely. It's yeah. like clay or mud at the bottom. Or the water doesn't even go away skinny through it. It's just literally a pond. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. That, When you got tadpoles and mosquitoes growing in your bunkers, you know it's time to do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, after a while, you know, it was like we got to do something. Because, you know, we would get comments, you know, about yeah. it, and yeah. rightfully so. And even when they would dry out, the, you know, the ground team can only do whatever they can to get it at least playable. And then once that happened, the, you know, they were inconsistent. One thing would still be too fluffy. The one would be too hard. So we got with the corporate team, and Reese was, was awesome. He got heavily involved. You know, he's still a proud guy. He's got his name on it. So sure. he wants it to be, you know, like how it was when it opened. And uh, they did a great job. They put in the better Billy Bunker system, which is pretty much the best bunker that you can get. And to get it in a club like ours in that area, without a doubt, I can say we have the best bunkers in the region for, for, for sure. Obviously, you don't want to get in them, but it was a good shot. You know what I mean? Actually, actually, Colin, we've got a thing. Jeff Smith has taught me how to get out of bunkers first time, every time. It never fails. That's the first goal is to get it out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So you're off to a good start. Yep. Uh, now, Lexington is, is right there, like, at a crossroads almost on the uh, on the East Coast. I'm sure you, you, you pull in people coming down for golf weeks or weekends or excursions or something from – all over the area down there, don't you? Yeah, we get, I mean, we're, we're just outside an hour uh, from Louisville and Cincinnati. It's getting a lot right. of traffic from that area because yeah. literally it's, a, it's an area, hey, I can just hop on the interstate and then I'm right there. Yeah, straight shot. We do get a lot of traffic from uh, the uh, Cincinnati, Columbus, Dayton, all the way up to Cleveland. I mean, it is just a right, straight shot down the interstate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a lot of golf from Indianapolis, Chicago, and, you know, the Midwest because it is a lot of players are, you know, it's a good stopping point as they're going, like, down south of Florida, you know, and back and forth. So, yeah, we get a lot of shots from the Midwest first. And also, anybody in Chicago thinks of Lexington, Kentucky, it's, it's, uh, that is the south. So, you know, mm-hmm. what the Absolutely. heck? Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well. <laughs> You have to become a UK fan, right? Blue and all that. I'm sure. Yeah, to live well, in Lexington and survive. A lot of, a lot of uh, yeah, you are. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you ever go to experience a game, even football. I mean, I know we're not necessarily the football. We're known for our basketball. If you go to one of those games, you're going to immediately become a fan. I think just yeah. with the experience. But they love their sports and they're very knowledgeable. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you you get into it, and it's it's pretty neat experience. You know, any any really case for that you get involved in. Yeah, it's always great to to be around fans that are really into it, and especially in a team that's winning a lot. Those those are the Absolutely. two two elements of a combination that goes. Yeah, this is a great sports town. Fantastic. Yeah, sports they town. love their players. Absolutely. Yeah, they love them, and then even when they go off and do better things, whenever they come back, you know, they 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 think that they're family. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Marriott, in general, uh, big supporter of golf. I mean, you've got uh, golf at many of your locations uh, in Florida and Georgia and in Pennsylvania and here in Kentucky and, I mean, all over the country and the world, really, for that matter, don't you? Yeah, we, we run about, uh, we manage, excuse me, about 50 properties uh, nationwide, mm-hmm. or actually worldwide, excuse me, because we do have properties in the U.K. and, and Spain. And, then, and now with the acquisition of... Uh, uh, Starwood, uh, we, we you know we have some opportunities to 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 gl- to grow our brand even further in the states and worldwide. So, uh, you know, golf is a great game. We still have a lot of players. Uh, we're still doing what we can to generate more players in our youth program and with ladies. 
And, you know, we want to be an extension of that. You know, when we're a Marriott property, you know, it's always known for their hospitality and, mm-hmm. and customer service. And we want to, you know, extend that. You know, when they, when they come to our property that has a golf course, I mean, you really have everything right there on site. And I think, you know, we continue with that, uh, that good customer service and, and um, offer them a great golf experience. They're going to stay longer, hopefully. So, yeah, I think it's a win-win. We, they, they, the company definitely supports the golf brand. I mean, that's why we're here. That's why I'm here in Phoenix. It's a, it's a golf conference mm-hmm. for our brand. Uh, just talking about initiatives and what we can do better and uh, try to get more players and try to take care of the people that come out all the time. So that's it. uh, it's good for us. And so just to reiterate, the um, the tournament, uh, the outing, whatever you want to have, the scramble that, that's happening on Monday, um, what's it called, who does it benefit, and uh, how do folks get involved? It's our PGA Hope. Hope, obviously, it's, uh, it stands for helping our patriots everywhere. It's the flagship military program of PGA Reach, okay. which is the charitable foundation of PGA of America. Mm-hmm. So that event, um, <clears throat> it's a 9 o'clock shotgun, um, and we're going to have lunch afterwards, awards, you know, obviously our silent auctions taking place. Um, to get in the event, it's, it, it's $125, but 50 of that is taken out as a, as a donation Right. Uh, to the charity. Cool. And the remaining amount just goes to golf and all of our expenses to cover the food and beverage and prizes and whatnot. Can you? So, yeah. Uh, and then obviously the silent auction is going to all 100% of the proceeds from the silent auction go right to the charity. Can you uh, participate in the silent auction online or do you have to be there? You have to be there. Okay. Uh, I don't have, since it's our inaugural event, I do want to have that capability at some point. It's a great question, but at this point I, I don't okay. have that. But we do have people literally that, because we have. Another tournament kind of like this last year where, where guests would stay, guests can come out and, and still bid on items that are staying on property or even in the local market they can drive over. You know, the golf shop's open from uh, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. You know, every uh, over that whole weekend. So they're certainly available to bid on items if they want to, for sure. All right. Colin Gooch, Director of Golf at the Griffin Gate Marriott in Lexington, Kentucky. What's the website if people want to register last minute to get into the tournament on Monday? It's GriffinGateGolf.com. GriffinGateGolf.com. And uh, tomorrow, hopefully your plane's not going to be late, man, because tomorrow when we get out there and do our local show live from your place, I want you to have a book already for us to, to show us actually how to play that course. Cause, you hey, know. For, this, for this charity, this holiday, I'm, I'm going to be there one way or another. All right, man. <laughs> Safe travels, my man. We will see you tomorrow. Colin Gooch, right, GriffinGate Marriott and Lexington. Thanks for joining us here on those Weekend Golf Guys. You can always follow us on Twitter. It is at WKND Golf Guys on Twitter. That's where we are. We do stuff every once in a while that's absolutely worthwhile. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job, it's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. We have a small yet loyal following of junior golfers, 12 to 18-year-olds. I want to address myself to them right now. Listen, guys, girls, if you are serious about golf, there is a mom, there is a dad, there's a grandmother, a grandfather somewhere that are so psyched, but maybe they don't show it. They don't want to push, but they would love you to get involved in the game of golf. So why don't you go to them right now? Say, mom, dad, grandpa, grandma, 
I want to get better at this game. I want to get good at this game. I want to learn from a guy who has junior champions, high school, collegiate champions. He's even got a student who's kicking butt on the web.com tour. And it only costs five bucks a month. And I can learn at my own pace. And parents are going to be able to learn from their phones, which you know they don't drop out of their hands anyway. $5golfclub.com. Back again to do some more of those weekend golf guys. John Ashton here, Jeff Smith there, and Trevor producer Mark, the other side of the glass. And uh, we're looking forward, man. Sorry you can't make it out to uh, Griffin Gate Marriott tomorrow with us. We're going to be doing our local show live. You can catch it if you want to, no matter where you are. Just go to uh, thoseweekendgolfguys.com and click on the Listen Live button at 11 o'clock Eastern time tomorrow morning. I can, I'll be there. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do my best to, to be there on the show. Cool. I might even like participate in it. In the show? Yeah, I mean, you're going to yeah, be the on show, the show. You know. We know that you're going to be on the show, but, you know. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Yeah, you you know. We'd like to but see one of these. about joining the show. like to see one of these 262-yard drives with a 23-yard rollout that you're in the in the cart drinking your Coke before it even hits the ground on. You've already seen that. You don't want to be there for that again. I don't yeah. want to watch that again, no. It makes me feel impotent. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing at, at the Marriott, though, for Hope, that's coming up um, on Monday. And Marriott's are doing it all over the country in various and sundry different uh, different ways. But it's uh, helping our uh, patriots everywhere. Great organization. Even if you can't participate in anything, I know it's last minute. You know, go go to your local Marriott or or our Marriott if you'd prefer, and just you know donate a couple bucks. Also, if you're talking about donations, we mentioned this earlier in the show. We'll mention it again. Don't fall for any of the scams or the charlatans who are out there raising money in various and sundry ways for Houston. Uh, Red Cross, you can trust them. They're there. They've been there yeah. since the beginning, and they will be there until the very end. Um, everybody needs stuff down there. Just just do it through the Red Cross. Don't worry about all these other people who think it's a, it's a way to make a quick buck. All right, that's all we got to say about that. Power, longer drives, which isn't really going to help our score all that much unless we can – also improve our approach shots to the same degree as we're improving our off the tee performance. But if you're pretty cool same with your irons, yeah. But if you're cool already with your irons, man, this uh, longer tee shots. Uh, not only is it you know going to get you you know the the admiration of your fellow players, but you know you have a longer shot and it's actually in the short grass. Wow, that's 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 a whole new game taking your second shot from you know the middle of the fairway. Makes the game a lot easier, right? Yeah, it does. I, you know, I mean, I'm kind of getting bored with it, but John, there is something else you could do. You know, once you start hitting it, you know, considerably longer because you're hitting it in the middle of the face. Mm-hmm. Um, start inviting uh, like one of your favorite ladies, lady golfers, to come to come play with you at that point. Now, okay, because you know, first you know that you know chicks dig the long ball, uh-huh. and Second, you'll actually be able to hit it past the lady <laughs> that it won't be such a big deal. <laughs> That's right. I can afford to play with women again. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate the so thought, you'll man. Just, you'll, stop, you'll stop the lady's tea for a whole different reason. <laughs> just to be polite. Uh, you know, is is it let, let's get back to that thing though because like like you said if if you're looking you get a nine iron or a pitching wedge 
you're a lot more apt to hit the ball in the middle of the face because it's a smaller face. You have less room for error to begin with. Is is it because the head of our driver is usually so large that we don't pay as close attention on the setup or the swing, or is it because we're trying to swing out of our shoes, we get the path incorrect, or why is there such a discrepancy in how we swing a driver as opposed to a, a wedge, as vis-a-vis hitting well, the ball, hitting a, the ball in the right place on the face? Well, there's a couple things. First off, the longer shafted clubs, it's a much bigger arc of a swing. That's true. Yeah. So it's harder to control exactly where the club head is, uh, especially at the higher swing speeds and the club's moving a little faster. It's harder to control the, the precision that you need, do need for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the shafts are lighter. The swing is also more around you. It's in more, it's flatter on a, on a, on a swing plane than, than the wedges are. The wedges are a whole lot more, let's say, of an upright swing plane, so the hands are closer, yeah. the club head's closer, you take it back a little bit straighter, move it high a little bit more vertical, and the longer shafted clubs, they're a bit more around you. Right. And right. so it's difficult to present the middle of the club to the middle of the golf ball um, with the longer shafted clubs. Gotcha. Okay. And so now you factor in the part that what you said is now we're just trying to swing so hard that we screw up the swing path. Yeah. yeah. And then you, you combine those two things, and yeah, you got it. Okay. You got it. Would, Isn't it nice to be right? It is nice to be right, man. I I mean, I have always found that to be the case. Let me ask you a personal question, man, because is a dude that, that yeah. we were going to hit. Guy guy sent me a bunch of tees. They're called mirror tees. Yeah. And they're supposed to give you more uh-huh. rollout, okay, just because of the way they're designed. And and I have mentioned before right. on the show that I am I am just blown away that by the amount of time, effort, and money spent on designing a golf tee. I mean, the thing that, you know, you pay six cents for or pick up for free by the handful. Right. But if if you were presented with a tee that actually did give you, let's say, seven to ten more yards of roll, would would you buy it? I mean, not just buy the tee, but buy the idea? I mean, is, is that actually a possibility? I would, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just like everybody else. I would like to have it go farther. And if something could prove to me mm-hmm. that that tee set in the angle on the ground, 17 degrees, 17, you know, a yeah. five wood angle leaning tilted forward, forward, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or the protractor. If, if I brought I a protractor that, on Sunday. It works. I have a five wood. It works <laughs> <Okay>. too. <laughs> so if it really would, yeah, sure. Okay. Why wouldn't I? Yeah, I mean, five yards, five yards, right? Ten yards, ten yards, whatever it gives you. Is it worth that? If you're going to buy some tees, and if one was actually proven Mm -hmm. that if you did this certain way, it it actually works for everybody, right? Then, then number one, it would be the most copied product in the history of golf, Mm -hmm. and everybody would buy it, and I would include myself in that too. Why wouldn't you right. do something as simple as that to gain five more yards or ten more yards or whatever the heck they're promising? Exactly. So Why what you, we right? to recap, what we have done for you today is this. We have told you how to hit the ball straighter more consistently off the tee by widening your stance, yep. standing a little bit closer to the ball. We have taught you how to hit it farther by putting a little bit more weight on your right foot so you get more of a corkscrew turn, get a little more power coming through, 
and hit the ball in the center of the face. When you get all of those down, then you can go buy a tee that's going to get you seven more yards because you don't want to be seven more yards farther into the woods. Correct. So. Because, you know, look, here's the deal with the woods, okay? The poison ivy does not stop at the edge. It goes back in deeper. <laughs> all the way. So the farther you walk in there, the more you've got to walk through twice. Yeah. And believe me. That pinnacle gold you're playing ain't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, hopefully that you, you you were taking notes because this is the kind of stuff that Jeff can impart to you on a regular basis, not only by listening to us here are those weekend golf guys every weekend on the radio, but you can also check out the podcast version at audioboom.com or you can join the $5golfclub.com. It used the number $5golfclub.com because Jeff does this on a regular basis. He does it so easily understood. I mean, all of us are going, wow, I have taken lessons and no one really so concisely taught me that this is what I need to do before. Very simple. Not only is it a simple fix, but to get there is simple, right? Just put a few rods down and little, uh, ribbon on the hosel of your golf club and make sure they both stay inside the the rods there you go it is that simple you can see videos like that you can get tips like that you can learn how to play the game better and play it like well you know i'm i i shot an 81 again on sunday man i told you it was the day i was going to break 80 and i didn't but that's okay i'm still breaking 85 that was this year's it's pretty darn close goal at the beginning right. of the season but it's coming man $5golfclub.com. shots away. Six to eight shots yep. guaranteed by your next round. Thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Facebook.com slash golfguys. Follow us on Twitter at WKNDGolfguys. And again, all of our episodes are archived on audioboom.com. Please go there and follow us because every time we give something away, we're going to start giving something away on a regular basis. It's going to come from those people. So... Whether you listen or not on Audio Boom, just go there and follow us. Audioboom.com. Little uh, search, those weekend golf guys. Click follow, and uh, and you're all set. You could be a big winner as soon as Jeff's Powerball ticket cashes. Otherwise, tell you what you do. Listen to what Jeff told you. Follow his advice and go out this week and play some golf. Every other week, we send you great tidbits, including a weekend tune-up from Jeff Smith, a quick video that'll get you doing something absolutely right on the golf course. Every other week, we send it to you if you ask us to. Thoseweekendgolfguys.com slash newsletter. Go and subscribe right now. Absolutely free.